what to do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, how did your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on socials? Absolutely, man. And I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy, A.B., Fall is here. The chill is in the air. You can feel it get a little brisker, get a little darker, a little sooner outside. You ready for this fall weather? Absolutely. I got my hoodies on deck. I am ready. Got my turmeric and my goddamn ginger shit. Need the tender. No, let. I need all of all it. All of that. <laughs> all of that, nigga. Sea moss, turmeric, <laughs> ginger. Michael root, all of the good Lint black seed vitamins, oil, nigga, need... all of it. It's time, nigga. The uh, wave is coming. Absolutely, man. Max B. Right. Shout out to Max B, man. When he, ain't he supposed to be out? How BG get out before him? I thought he, I thought his date was coming. Yeah, like they had his gas. Like Max B had like two weeks or something. <laughs> he on that detox uh release schedule. That's funny as hell. Um, and man, speaking of hip hop though, man, we got another action packed episode. Young Thug's dad speaks on Gunner's situation. That should be interesting. Your man Puff hmm. returns with new music, and Drake dropped his single featuring SZA. Um, we'll talk about whether that is giving what it needs to give. And uh, T Pain, your man says he named a song that he makes basically no money off of. We're going to talk about that due to samples, but first. Uh, one of the releases this weekend, man, your man Nas did a surprise announcement last week, midweek, said he's dropping his final Hit Boy collab, Magic 3, on his birthday, which was Thursday, uh, September 14th. Um, simple question, man. Did they end on a high note with this final Hit Boy collab? This was solid, man. I, I wasn't mad at it. I, I listened to it. It got gassed up heavily. Shout out to Big Jeff, man. He hit me up, said it's that good that we needed to do reviews again and bring those back for the show. Um, I saw the Lil Wayne chatter in the in the group chat about that song. I'm not mad at this ending. I don't think it skews too far away from anything that these two have done before. They have other projects that I like a lot better. Um, but I am interested to see the next phase in Nas's career, whether he hangs it up or he tries to do this with another producer. I'm interested in that. Uh, I think this was this was okay. This was just another part. It, it, it's not like a throwaway, forgettable album, but it ain't nothing that's gonna be like a a pillar in his uh, disc uh, discography either. Like I feel like it was just okay for my taste personally. It, it was too fast. Like the BPMs is like the, you know, I like slower, more sadder songs, soul samples, things of that nature. Went a lot of that on here. Uh, but the things that I did, like, I love this feeling. I thought that was really dope. I thought that uh, um, Blue Bentley was solid. Yeah. And yeah, that was pretty much it for me. I ain't like the Lil Wayne song, though. I ain't like the Never Die. Mm. I don't want to fuck with that at all. <laughs> it's what about it's you, funny. Baby? You you mentioned about like this album not necessarily being like a a, a staple um, in this catalog, and I would agree. I do like the album. I like it better than Magic too. Um, I would agree. It's not anything that would jump out immediately. Like man, like man, it's top five Nas right here. But I will say this run that he has been on in the last three years is something that will be talked about in his Twilight years. As he just turned fifty, he's dropped six albums in three years with the same producer. And I don't feel that any of them necessarily were that wore out his welcome 
or I was just exi- I was exhausted of hearing of them. I was like, yeah, okay, but like that's enough. Like, not really. Magic Two, I think, is the weaker of the six. But to end on this note, I thought he ended on a high note with this one. Um, I am interested to see what he does moving forward. I think Nas still has some gas left in the tank. The rumor, the heavy rumor, is that he'll be working with DJ Premier for that long-awaited, long-anticipated Nas and Premier project. Mm-hmm. We might get that. I know a lot of hip hop heads would be excited about that. I would be down to check it out as well. But um, for his collab with Hit Boy, man, salute to Hit Boy for rejuvenating Nas um, after the the kind of the fail. Well, many many people would consider a fail with the with the Kanye collab. And shout out to Nas for doing this all independently. These are all on his record label. He's not on Def Jam no more. So all mm. six of these were independent. He kind of had a resurgence, one of the more bigger rebrands, so to speak. I'm going to put air quotes over that because he's still Nas, but no one saw this coming. So salute to him in the run. I wouldn't single this one out. I would look at it as a total package, and I, I give kudos to both of them. Six albums, right? Yeah. Three years, almost to the day. Think, it was August of 2020. I won't lie to you, man. This Nas and again I've never been a big Nas fan so people that listen to this show for a long time are going to say this and this is it's cool but it's boring like you gotta you gotta fuck with Nas I feel like like again as a contemporary rap connoisseur I appreciate it I appreciate the run but I get a lot more entertainment out of other people his age and I guess that's why they can't drop six albums in two years i.e. a two chains i.e. a killer mic shit even when we was listening or when i joel ortiz got some like tuesday or something monday whatever that he is. dropped he dropped a couple that was all right i know nas can rap his ass off but i questioned as i was even listening to this i'm like bro this is not it, it, it don't keep me engaged it ain't as interesting as other niggas his age to still spit do you agree or is that something that you don't no, I mean, I, but I think that would be the case for his music period if you just weren't a fan of his music, though. I think fans mm-hmm. of his music will fall right in along with this. This won't get him one new fan, though. I don't believe so. True. It yeah, won't yeah, get him yeah. this. None of this series will get him one new fan. You know what I'm saying? It just it's not I don't think it's that's the purpose of it. So if you felt that way prior to this, I wouldn't expect any of these to change your mind. Um, I personally like Magic One better than both of these. I think that mother was fire. It was straight to the point, it like eight good. or nine songs. That shit was hard. Like I just I like the music and I recognize Nas's superior rapping ability. I get that. I just never found him really interesting. Like even when people give me shit about not liking um Ill Stillmatic or Illmatic, whatever the fuck, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck which one it was. It just wasn't that interesting to me. I don't find that shit that interesting as far as the New York mob deep. Like none of that shit is that interesting to me. So Yeah, Mob Deep Mob Deep never moved the kid either. Um I'm trying to keep it thorough though by project. That's a classic. <laughs> All right, man. Now, I don't know about that. Pause too. Also, uh, <laughs> your man's Rod Wave has been making waves, but throughout the social media realms, and he's dropped an album. I saw a freestyle. Niggas call him the saddest man on earth. Uh, with that being said, he has a number one album. He's on pace for another number one album. AB, this is making. This will be his third number one album in a row. Is Rod Wave getting enough credit, AB? I don't think so. Um, the new album is Nostalgia, supposed to do 130 to 140 thousand copies. Um, 
he's killing it right now, dude. And he's 20, 25. You got to give it to him. Um, I know his music is an acquired taste. I know that because I listened to the last, not this new one, but I listened to the last one before it. And it was better than I expected, but it's one of those projects you really got to be in a certain type of mood to listen to. And he's not quote unquote rapping like that. Like he raps on some of it the same way like Roddy Rich raps sometimes, but it's this obviously man. it's more melodic. He's a very talented vocalist. Um, so it it skews more to that, which is where you get the saddest man on earth um <laughs> um <laughs> kind of names because he speaks with emotion. I mean, he sings with emotion. It kind of gives you like a church type vibe. But his mm. his projects be more well written than I expected, and they're a little bit better produced than I expected. I just don't feel like hearing that shit. So, but with that being said, I got to give kudos to him because you're doing he's doing something right. I don't hear a ton of his songs on the radio. I don't see him in a bunch of I don't see him on Breakfast Club yet. I don't see him on really big plat interview platforms like that. But so for him to be doing numbers like this consecutively, consistently. You got to give it to him because most people end up like Roddy Rich. They may have a hot record and do numbers one album and the next album, nigga, social media turned on them because they put out some bullshit. So how many people are putting out three number ones in a row that aren't Travis Scott or Drake? Mm. Um, so and we talk about who's the next star all the time. Who's under 30 that's popping? You got to give Rod Wade and his name never comes up and it should. I think it's because he's not a rapper, right? Like He raps I sometimes. consider him... Yeah, Sometimes. I would consider him just like to take culture, vulture, or race from me, just like I wouldn't consider uh Post Malone a rapper, I wouldn't consider Rod Wave a rapper. Rod Wave raps <laughs> more than Post Post Malone doesn't he rap do? at all. That's true. No, it's, it, it's, it's just straight coming through. So you saying that I, I and I ain't even gonna hold you. I haven't listened to a lot of Rod Wave projects. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying that he do like break down and give you bars in now and then. He has, yeah, for sure. The same way like Roddy Rich will. Okay, that makes sense. I Every so often, I listen to some Roddy Rich. So, uh, yeah. I think he's getting a lot of credit though for the type of music that he puts out. I think that he's very well recognized. I think that people respect what he do. It's easy to make fun of it of course on social media everybody trying to be funny but just like kid cuddy uh and people of that ilk uh maybe juice world that yeah. rap about the mental health type things like they're gonna have that cult following and it's gonna be a lot larger than you really recognize as far as because it ain't party records like you're not where you playing that raw wave at like i'm not gonna hear it anywhere at the vmas it ain't gonna be on a football game on sundays like there's really no real way to promote it other than the people who really love his music as we see him having his third number one album and just like the for a couple of days when he first comes out you'll see him on social media and people get their jokes off or whatever but i just don't know that there's enough music to have in the mainstream for him to get that recognition versus him just having his core fans like I say, a Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi had what one hit with Day and Night. After that, it was, but he still had that solid fan base. Same thing, I believe, with Rod Wave. He got that emo, uh, slick, depressed crowd. Like that's his. That's on lock every time he drop it right there, crying with him. So I ain't mad at that. But I, 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 I think you get enough you know, respect. <clears throat> there's a space for that though. And Kid absolutely. Cudi, XXX Tension, yeah, absolutely like, stuff like him. Yeah, Kid, the mood music will always there'll always be a space for it because 
everybody ain't up right now. And it's going to be that way until the end of time. There's going to be a segment of people who aren't up. And they need someone that they feel like they can relate to. And so Rod is more or less speaking to those. He's He sings with a lot of emotion and things of that nature. And I'm not mad at it because people complain about the subject matter of some of the other popular artists in Raw Wave. Not only he not sliding, say that. he not you you know what I'm saying. He ain't got the Dracos. I haven't heard the Dracos in this shit. So like I feel like people need to be propping him up and giving him kudos for not falling to that trap trap that a lot of people do. So uh, salute to him for real. That is that is an argument that the people who say, well, why do they record labels, the people in the smoky rooms making the decision. Why is Sexy Red so popular versus a Rod Wave when there are a lot more people who can relate to Rod Wave versus what Sexy Red talking about? So I'm, I'm, I'm it is interesting you, that you say that because I was thinking the same thing. But I'm gonna tell you why though, and and that's a fair What's point. That? The the ski is is catchy <laughs> and quote unquote happier. Bex. And you know it's quote unquote happier it and make people want to party. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's a form of escapism. There's a section of people who may fall into the you know that are fans of the depressed music and all that. But there's a there's a section of a bigger section of people who want to get away from those problems and those fantasy. depressing it's and they want to have fun. Right. So yep. that's why, in my opinion, I mean, you can you we can sit here like you said, nice. and there's a. There's a corner office somewhere and somewhere in the globe and they're plotting against whatever. I don't know. The secret meetings going on in the Illuminati headquarters is <laughs> very possible. And they may have other ideas, but I'm just saying this. Why one? Why Rod Wave song? And ain't gonna get the same spin as ski, ski, we or ski, niggas, because it's not fun. And that uh, that's also plays a part. Um, next up, man, speaking of. It's fun music. Puff said he is back with real R&B to dance to, to date night to. People say R&B is dead, or at least they've been saying that. I haven't really heard that talk recently with, with acts like SZA and Coco Jones and stuff, like making waves. It's R&B like, cooking right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's You could arguably say it's up right now, so Puff may be right on time. Uh, my question is simple, man. Puff is back. How did the project sound to you? Did, did he make good on his word? Yes. This is dope. It's a really good album. Got some really good solid acts on there, like John Legends on there, like the the Kim Porter song, like The Weeknd, Justin Bieber. Like it's an album that I would expect Puff to put out. It's very well put together. Every time that I listen to a Puff Puff project with him at the head, I think about um, the band. I think about people explaining how hard he is to work with. Jay-Z said this to an American Gangster. Fabulous said this. The Locks have said this. Like he's a fucking perfectionist and everything has to be right and it has to sound good and do it again and do it again and do it again that's what this album sounded like this shit was fucking perfect bro this reminded me of r&b from our age but it wasn't old enough where younger kids wouldn't fuck with it either like it had a perfect mixture of like i got a perfect music ear i got all the connections in the world i can spend all the money i want on making an r&b album good so i'm gonna do it and i'm puff i'm gonna drive niggas to the motherfucking limit all of that came out in this album. It sounded just like that. It sounded like a professional nigga making an album that he was determined to make because he felt like he wanted to make the statement. And that's that R&B is back. This shit was great. I, I loved it as far as, and I ain't even in the R&B like that. I don't even really listen to it that much as far as just, I'm going to throw this R&B on and vibe out. Like, but this shit right here banging. This nigga put his foot in this shit. 
Yeah, this this gave me DJ Khaled, but like an R and B version with with if if Khaled rapped a little bit because Puff if is DJ on here Khaled new music like Puff. It, yeah, if he, Puff is on here rapping a little bit, he's not on every song, thankfully, and I, yeah. I think that was a smart right. move uh, because he's not the most talented rapper in my opinion. Um, I will say though, the project is sliding though. Like I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. Like the the combination of artists that he got on here, nigga. I even like the song with Busta Rhymes, dude. And I can't believe I'm saying that. Even I thought he sounded good on here. I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> I was I couldn't wait to hate on that song at least. Um, I like he got one with Jacquees and Fab. I thought was dope as hell. The uh, the Bieber solo song is fire, nigga. The I even the um what's my girl uh the Mary J song, the Tiana Taylor song, banging. Like right. there's some heat on here, not to mention, like you said, the Kim Porter joint with Babyface and John Legend. Listen, Jesus Christ, the, Nigga got the album is flames. Oh, I'm not even on front, and I'm gonna be real. He should have been doing this. He should have put one of these out there three years. Yeah, maybe two. This should be like, like this DJ Khaled shit. Yeah, this should have been. He should have been on his Khaled shit with this right here though. Putting big acts. He mixed in some unknown. I mean, well, some little. Luller known acts like his artist Jazzy. Not everybody is on her like that, and mixed it up with some with some some newcomers too, like um like Coco Jones on here, Ty Dolla Sign where he been at. He on here, KC from KC and JoJo. He did his thing oh, in here, bro. Like I I'm not even on front. It's a fire project. It, it kind of plays like a playlist almost. Um, yeah. with the different acts, he should have been doing this. Only two. He was missing two people. That I would have loved to have heard on here. And that's one, Don Tolliver, because he would have laced at least two mm. of these. And two, Marsha Ambrosius. If he would have had her on one mm. of these, that would have been money. He's missing those two artists. But other than that, it's Flames. Not ain't going to lie. I wanted Sir on there. That was like mm. my, my like, I wish they would have been on it. I just wish he could have found. I don't even know if Sir is still an artist. Or what's yeah, going for on sure. with TDE. But I would have loved Sir to be on there. That would have been dope. It's a good project, man. It's a project. Yeah, I, agree I with can't you. even lie. Yeah, it is. Him doing this like every other year, every year, that would have been fire. Or would be fire if he were to do a move forward, if he got enough time. I don't know how much he wants to allocate towards this, how much money he make from it. But I, I've enjoyed the press run. I enjoyed the clips I saw of him on Breakfast Club, uh, interviewing with Carisha. Um, all of that's been really good. The, I think he's doing a good job at it. The Breakfast Club, I thought that was a good interview because, again, they what, didn't, they, they they didn't ask him softball he told questions. What they ask him? They asked him about the publishing and stuff, and they didn't. Uh -huh. Char Charlemagne has gotten better with asking it in a way of not trolling. He asked it like he's a like he's a, like a regular person. Like, hey, what do you like? What do you say about the to the people who say that those publishing rights aren't really worth anything? That's why you're giving them up now. That's it. He asked it like that. Where five, six, seven years ago, mm -hmm. he would have done like a more trolly way of doing it. Yeah. It would have been like a more like annoying Dennis the Menace way of, of yeah. asking it and that's and you have to ask puff you can't have puff on there and not ask that i don't care if your show is on revolt or not nigga you got to ask this question dude and they and i thought they did a good job of that so it was a good interview i thought so because i wanted i want to hear answers like, to that shit i don't want to just hear a dick right i want to hear that yeah i'm gonna watch it because i want to hear the answer to that and i like when he called dj envy Anytime a nigga calling envy out, I appreciate that. But I really like niggas like, bro, don't be, don't be asking me about my bitch. And you don't, you don't want nobody talking about. 
Exactly. And he said he said some of the funniest shit you know in that clip. <laughs> My nigga was like DJ Envy was like if somebody was disrespecting Puff was like man I couldn't even imagine nobody disrespecting me like with a straight serious face like nigga I don't even know I don't, I don't even go through and have them type of problems disrespected Puff. That shit was funny as hell. That nigga said, I couldn't imagine a nigga disrespecting me. That's a hard-ass bar right there. <laughs> With the straightest face on earth, though. Straight face? Like, I couldn't imagine a nigga disrespecting me. Like, I don't even know what that... I don't even know what that's like, bro. <laughs> Another light-skinned moment for DJ Envy, man. I hey, be moving on. Exhibit says that hip-hop has become a mockery of itself. And he believes that a union would fix it. Do you agree? I at first he I thought he lost me, but because he said yep. that hip hop has become too accessible, right? He okay. said he's he, the quote was it's become a mockery of, of itself. It's become too accessible. There was a time that there was somebody that you had to go into their office and get an inv investment into your career. Now, if you have a laptop and Wi Fi, you can be an artist. People do themselves a disservice by trying to participate in that. That I kind of felt was because on one hand, people say you've got gatekeepers and the gatekeepers are doing X, Y, and Z. And then on the other hand, he's saying, yo, it sucks that everybody has access now. So you can't have it both ways. But his follow-up statement is where he he I found he found me again. He said the ways that we can improve that is we should have unionized. We should have had some kind of union, some kind of board. We should organize ourselves. We so until we own it, until we control it, until we have a say who gets to call themselves this and call themselves that, like everyone else, it's going to continue to spiral out of control. Now, I respect that because he gave a solution, meaning that if the people of the culture of the community are the ones that are over it, then you have a legitimate chance of keeping it in a respectful manner, whatever that definition is. The problem with having gatekeepers is that they feel like the gatekeepers don't look like us or the gatekeepers don't come from where we come from. And they're pushing the type of music that may be harmful to the community. Whereas if you're doing with what exhibit is saying, the people of the community and the culture own it. So they wouldn't self sabotage themselves like that. That I respect he gives a solution and is not just get old man, get off my lawn. So he, I'm I'm with him as it relates to that. I may not agree 100 percent with the plan, but I'm glad he gave some type of solution and wasn't just hating. Mm. You said you don't agree about the accessible part. I just don't think people can have it both ways because people complain mm. that they're gatekeepers, but then you can't complain right. that. There are no gatekeepers anymore because all you need is a laptop and a Wi-Fi. Oh, now I'm okay. complaining that all you need is a laptop and a Wi-Fi. Like, you you yeah. can't go both ways. It got to be one or the other. Yes, there should be some happy medium in between. that. I, I, I get what you're saying. Now I didn't understand it at first. Here's my problem. Or here's beginning to be my problem with Nori saying this, with Exhibit saying this. Like, I don't know who the head of the actor Screen Guild union is i don't know who the writers like i don't know that but i do know a lot of successful writers i like i know the most popular ones like i know the most popular actors i know tom cruise and 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 tom hanks and all them people like that and my point in saying that is these niggas are talking like they can't do nothing it, i'm tired of niggas saying shit to sound smart versus like this man got dr dre phone number like a billionaire in his, on his line like that's that's his homeboy 
Now, they may not be as cool as I think as an outsider looking in, but my point is Exhibit has connections. Nori has connections. It's start for niggas to start making phone calls and putting this shit together, putting the plans in place, because y'all niggas can do it. Like, they, they shouldn't be waiting on other niggas to be like, all right, let's form I don't know who formed the Actors Guild Union or the Writers Guild Union, but I tell you what, Exhibit and Nori and the niggas talking about we need a union would be the perfect people to do it. They made a lot of money from hip-hop. They're currently making a lot of money from hip-hop. They got royalties. They know this business. So go do it. Quit telling niggas on podcasts, oh, it would be great if we did this versus you being the nigga that going out and do it. And I know that sounds rich for me sitting behind a, a podcast mic in on the on deck tv podcast saying it but the problem is i don't understand it because i would if i would love to think that if i were in the position that those niggas was in i would be less about talking about it on a podcast and mentioning it every three or four years and talking to some niggas about how do you form a union how do you do this so we can get this shit rolling and the reason that i say that i listen to news briefs every morning from start here starbucks has started a union the union is striking for the audience like there, there are plenty of people just this year or plenty of industries just this year that have got unions off the grounds that were frowned upon in their industry beforehand there are a lot of resources that these niggas got that they can start reaching out to lawyers start reaching out to people who know how to build unions and they can do this shit quit saying that it needed and just do the shit and i know yeah. that's rich coming from me but I, I i just feel like they got the access to be able to do this shit yeah the sound is smart just just to even give a little background the screen actors guild award was founded by about 18 people just to give some See? ideas it was board of directors first officers that was all that who founded it and it was made up of about six <laughs> actors and then 12 other people that were kind of in the industry um, but no, I, I'm with you. This and shit I, ain't I, far fetched, bro. Like they can figure yeah, no, out how to sure. do this shit. I, I I think it starts. I think this is how it starts, because we have heard rumblings of this more now. It's come from some people that you would take seriously, and others that you wouldn't like. Bow Wow. Um. So you got Nori, Bow Wow, Exhibit. I think Exhibit. maybe Swizz had was talking something similar, or like, no, nah, he might have been talking about the rap tax. And, Never mind. He was talking about the tax. And even thing. think about it though, like. Even though we can laugh at Bow Wow and, and maybe we may not feel like Nori and Exhibit are the niggas to do it, but think about the niggas that those guys support. Like, that's JD. That's Puff. That's Dre. Like, them niggas are a phone call away or two phone calls away from these niggas. If these niggas really wanted to do it, when they hear another nigga talking about it, let me get him on the line. Let's figure, let, let's call the nigga who helped set up the Starbucks. Starbucks, I think, started across the nation a lot of their stores started unions this year so they could get whatever they needed but they did that hiring counsel hiring outside help same thing with walmart yep. same thing with amazon like all of these places have started unions within the last year these niggas got a lot more money than them people working in the warehouses and being baristas bro like y'all could do this shit if y'all wanted to and i ain't saying it to discourage and saying they ain't talking about nothing i just really wish they would act on it because it's a fucking fantastic idea yeah, no, I agree. the 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 problem is that no one actually wants to act over it, act on it. It's just like the idea of it. Let's be very clear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's the rough, that's the frustrating part. Is hip hop? Because yeah. we'll be like, man, well, why don't y'all niggas do that shit? No, and that will make it more official. Niggas will get more from it. Now y'all could fight the streaming services and all the shit y'all niggas claiming is raping. Y'all like, okay, we got a union now. We can strike just like the actors did. Nobody, nobody I wants to do that because them niggas are actually still eating. Yeah, like, let's be facts. clear. Yeah, they're not, they're not poor. The sacrifices that have to be made. Bingo. That's the thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that.
Uh, next up, man, Drake dropped a new single in anticipation for the album that was supposed to come out this Friday. It has since been pushed back to October. He said he Jesus. had to finish. He said I was either going to finish the tour or finish the album, and I wasn't going to let anybody down on the tour. I don't know. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Blah, blah. Long story short, we did get the new single, Slime You Out, or Slime Me Out, with uh, featuring SZA. Um, the name of the album is All For All The Dogs. When you heard this, it didn't match the tone of that. That didn't. This, this album did, or excuse me, this single did not give For All The Dogs to me. Uh, coming in, the talk was spicy. All y'all hoes need guidance. Yeah. I got to pick y'all forks. And like, that was the spot. That was for all the dogs. But then it just jumped off a cliff and went straight downhill to views, which I love. Uh, and like the singy songy Drake, which I don't like. But yeah, I, I was just expecting a little more like, you know, a little, little like this for my niggas. Like I'm going to talk that shit on here. It's going to be one of those type of albums that niggas can relate to. That's what I thought for my dogs was going to be. I was not correct. Why would it be that when Drake appeals to so many women and can make so much money doing it the other way? I was being selfish. I'm not mad at the song. SZA had a great part. I think she watched Drake on here. I'll let you speak to your mans because uh, he definitely got watched on this single. But yeah, I'm not here for the sing-songy singles, especially with a title like For All the Dogs. But I remember when Views came out and I was saying something similar. And now that's probably my favorite Drake album. So who am I? To say yeah. that, A.B., what say you? And there's a ton of sing-songy songs on Views. Let's be clear. Right, um, so that's the best Drake album. And, uh, hell no. But I will say, My yes, SZA did stand out because she's a better singer than Drake. <laughs> Let's be very clear about that as well. She is a more talented vocalist than Drake in terms of singing. Now, I will say the verse that Drake put on at the end made up for his singing verse at the beginning. Um, because I did like that part when he was going through the months, that shit was hard. Um, yeah. I like the song. I don't love the song, but I like the song. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna say whether it gave for all the dogs for me. I I don't really have any expectations. He's pump faked us before. You always say that, but that's because, I always ain't got no expectations down. for Kanye or Drake. You never no. got expectations for your two biggest fans of music. You can't. You, you never. You, you never know what direction they're gonna be in. Is this Ye gonna be Yeezus or is it gonna be Christian Ooh, rap like Donda? Up. I don't know. Like that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> Sounds good, nigga. Shut up. Same thing for Drake, dude. <laughs> we don't know what we're gonna get, and I'm just glad that we're all witnessing greatness. We're oh, gonna get another up. classic in October. Jeez, I'm excited Christ. for it. You are too. Everybody's listening. Not- <laughs> Everybody listening to the sound of my voice is also excited. And uh, we'll get it sooner or later, man. It's gonna be well worth the wait, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm ready for it. I'm tired of him teasing it. I wish he would just like drop the fucking album or shut the fuck up about it. I don't I need agree. to hear about you having to choose between the tour and the album. Like, bro, relax, bro. That that, that nigga is the most dramatic nigga in the world, and it's yeah. working for him. So I'm hating, but he is the most dramatic nigga <laughs> in the world that can get off with it. Like, if we were as dramatic as him, we would be canceled from society. That nigga, I, I don't want to lead. I don't want to let the fans down. I don't want, like nigga. Shut up, nigga. Drop the album, bro. It's, it's as if he didn't know the tour ended at a certain time, and <laughs> nigga, he like was... you knew all of this, bro. Come on, even man. with the pump fake, it'll be out at twelve, and then oh, I meant twelve noon. Like nigga, no, you didn't, nigga. Something went wrong, and it had to be delayed, and it wasn't coming out. I mean, that nigga is dramatic, but hey, it's working for him. I fuck with Drake. I'll fuck with his sense of humor, how funny he is. What'd you think about the cover art and Holly Berry having a problem with? 
Yeah, I seen she he asked her could he use it and she said no nah, to use it anyway. I would have so, did the same. Bitch, what's she talking about? <laughs> oh, you thought I was asking. Oh no, I was right, you. Drake, what are you talking about? You washed. I mean, like, come on, my girl. I'm not even feeling I can go over your head. <laughs> I wonder why she's gonna be mad about using that though. Like what? Why not? No sense of humor. Right. No sense of humor. Now, how, how if I felt it was disrespectful, I could see him being like, nah, I won't use it since she said no. But man, it's literally like you're at the the, the Nickelodeon Awards. Like, yeah. come on, bro. Yeah, relax. It's it ain't problem. like he name dropped her. I can even know that was her right though. <laughs> you couldn't have not said nothing. Like we yeah, would have never knew, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a Holly Hollyberry for that. All right, man. Next we got your man's offset. Offset was on a hell of a 24-hour promo run. Well, excuse me, 72-hour promo run this weekend. 24 of those hours were dedicated to a live stream uh, with that kid. What's that kid's name? I know you know him. Kasanite. Yeah, that guy. Kasanite. He did 24-hour straight live stream sleepover with him. Uh, he was on the sideline for the Colorado game with Dion, and also got in a random-ass beef with Nicki Minaj's husband. What do you think about the rollout for this um, offset out, maybe? Yeah, this is interesting. The offset, for the record, is called Set It Off. Um, that's a dope-ass title. Yeah, that's hard. And uh, the album cover is kind of fire, too. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, that's a nice play on his name, Offset It Off. That's kind of fire. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. um, I'm looking forward to this. The song, he dropped a new video out called Fan. The song was okay. The video was kind of dope. He kind of played on the Michael Jackson thriller joint. And then of course he had the um the song with Cardi a couple of weeks ago. I'm looking forward to this, especially because Quavo put his project out and it was much better than his 2018 solo when they all went on their little solo runs. That mm-hmm. shit was ass. His new shit was much better. I like what Offset has been doing lately with the Lucy's that he's been putting out. I've kind of been feeling them. He had another one called 4321. I think last year I liked that song too. So I'm interested to see what he can do. I'm hoping he improves. He's getting creative with the visuals and the cover. I Again, that's a fire-ass cover. This probably looks really cool on vinyl. I think I'm about to start collecting vinyl. Um, somebody give me some good record player recommendations. Um, mm. But I'm looking forward to this. October 13th, I will be hitting play on this and seeing what it's talking about. Now, the 24-hour stream, the streaming dude is killing it. He's everywhere now at this point. If you didn't know who he was or haven't seen his face in the last probably month, then you've been living under a rock. Um, this is a nigga that got locked up in New York, right? Yeah, because he was going to give away PS5s and the the whole tri-state area came out to that one location <laughs> causing a fucking riot. Um, but the 24-hour stream is insane. That was cool for him to go do it, though, and kick it with him, That's so I, I ain't mad at that. What is his shuck? The, the, before I get an offset, what's the, the streaming dude shuck that you know of? Like, How did he get so popular? High energy. He, he like a real high energy dude. He known for doing those like marathon streams. And um, he has guests on his sto- on his show. So once he started getting guests on there, it was a wrap. Like, big guests. That's crazy. Yeah, so now crazy he's, he's high it. energy, man. Like, you know, that stuff is infectious, dude. Like, whether or not, like, that's our style or not, it's infectious, and a lot of people buy into it. So. No, and again, I can't even hate. I'm an old nigga, watched, watched society. But to speak to what we're talking about, I've seen Offset dancing like eating yeah. the cereal and shit with the nigga they he laughing they joking right it, it felt it was wholesome there almost right 
it felt like the offset was making this turn from I want y'all to believe that I'm this gangster amigo type dude to nigga, I'm just presenting myself and I hope y'all like it. I love my wife. You see me out here with Cardi. I'm doing Michael Jackson remakes. What's the tattoo that he got that she said she was scared of? Like is it Elvis or some crazy shit like oh, that? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, yeah. The Michael yeah. Jackson tattoo that he got tattooed on his legs. All of those things are separating him from what we first seen Offset come onto the scene as, and I appreciate the growth. I really hope that this album does well. I hope the music matches up the energy that he's had leading up to it, because I think this could take him to another level. I'm getting a new generation like Will Smith or LL Cool J, like someone who will be able to do a couple of different things in a couple of different mediums. I see him being funny with Cardi B all the time. I, even in the response to the bullshit that Nicki Minaj husband did, like, it was just fun. It was funny. Like, he was yeah. on the jet. They was getting hyped. They was singing his new song, which was banging. Yeah. It just made Nicki Minaj's husband seem even more broke and dusty and old for coming <laughs> even trying to do it. Like, I love this nigga energy pause the whole 72 hours that he said he was coming. To, like, I, everything about it, bro. Even the, um, the video with Cardi, like you said, that was fun. Doing yeah. the, the take on the Michael Jackson shit. This shit's dope. Uh, I, I would have never thought when all of them started doing their solo stuff that he would probably upstage Quavo. Mm -hmm. As far as like now I'm that nigga, but no. dating Cardi B and seeing all of this, like he got a perfect one way to be a superstar post this album if they if the music is good. And let's not let's not forget he lost takeoff too. Yeah. Like so to see not him to in mention spirits, that. you understand Facts. what I'm saying? Like I, I feel trying like trying to enjoy himself. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to enjoy himself. You see that exactly. Yeah. That's that's like important. He, he sounded like I love to see like us black men being happy and like enjoying themselves, but he sounded so happy on the sidelines of Colorado. That nigga could yeah. barely get his words and shit out. He was just excited to be there versus on the other end, like Nicki Minaj's dusty ass husband, them like standing outside a random ass building in New York <laughs> talking about we about that life. Like, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, that but yeah, was I, weird. I, I love it. Yeah, that was really weird. Uh, the backstory for that was. Allegedly, one of the dudes who was with Nicki Minaj's husband is an up-and-coming rapper, and he's been trolling Cardi B online, on Instagram, leaving comments, DMs, crazy shit like that. Offset stepped up to him in the DMs, said, like, hey, bro, you doing some weird shit, like, asked him to drop his location or whatever. And then that's when they got Nicki Minaj's husband involved, who I guess is dude's big homie. And that's what led to them standing outside of that random-ass building in New York when Offset was in Colorado. So... At the game, shaking it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't fall for the trick bag set. Please yeah, don't. Man. Come on, bro. Um, next up, man, your man T-Pain made a very interesting, uh, I don't know, procl proclamation, dog. This nigga yeah. said, buy you a drink. Basically, he gets no money off of that. And he was on his, it looks like he was on his live stream or his podcast. And T-Pain is actually a really funny personality. Yeah. I'd rather listen to a, a podcast of him than his music personally. It was a video music stream. I mean, excuse me. Uh, he plays a game. Gotcha. His Twitch, some Twitch type shit. 
that's another one that's high energy and kind of just fun. Mm-hmm. Like, man, people be wanting that, man. Oh, nigga be, bro, niggas don't want to be nigga walk around screw faced all the time, dude. Like nigga Minaj husband <laughs> in front of bodega. Niggas had hoodies on, nigga. It ain't even that cold yet. Y'all niggas outside it. Like the man, relax, bro. They can yeah. wait to put the Tims and the hoodies on, dude. <laughs> Dusty ass down. <laughs> but now T Pain, he he um revealed that Drake brings him no money, and it's because he shouted out. Uh, a couple of songs in there. If you remember, he said Money in the Bank, um, which was Scrappy's joint. Uh, he said Walk It Out. That was DJ Unk's joint. Uh, he said another one that I believe that E-40 was a part of and Lil John and all of them. Are you surprised that just saying one bar basically got all of his publishing taken away? We were on the same page because that's the reason I put this in the show notes like that. It is insane how popular that song was. Yeah. And for him to be like, I made no money in it because he said, so I got money in the bank or snap your fingers, do your money in the bank went to Lil Scrappy, sure. snap your fingers, do your step with the Lil John and E-40 and everybody on the song yep. that had that on there. And who else did you say? It was one more person that you mentioned. Uh, E-40, was, Lil John, Lil Scrappy. I think that was it. Uh... Well, that being it. said, man, that popular of a song is oh, DJ Unk. DJ Unk, walk it out. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. It wasn't, I'm still in a 16. It wasn't, I'm taking the hook. I'm not taking the melody. Well, he did kind of take the melody, but yeah, having the melody in one, one line out of a hit song, and now I don't get no money from this. I was shocked by this, but that's how the game works. And I, w- I know you know a little bit more about it than me as far as your readings and studies. So I wanted you to speak to it too. But it's crazy that even like a line and niggas that people hire companies to listen for this. Marvin Gaye got a whole company to do this. That's why you can't use none of his music, and they gonna find you if you do. But people hire companies to do this where they get paid for people to mention their name or say stuff, well not mention their name, but take something from a song that they've already published or released. I thought it was wild that he didn't get that cleared first and makes no money from this. The single is seven times platinum in the United States. To be and to, one, to put that into perspective, it's been said before you need one platinum single to live the rest of your life off of. And this nigga got a seven times platinum single that he don't make no money from. His niggas that say I went platinum off a single, I ain't never have to work a day again in my life. Nigga got seven time platinum single, no money from. That's crazy. Uh it was number one on top 100, hot RB, rhythmic. It listen, it was a smash. We all know that. Yes, that's crazy. Now he did, of course, he didn't know this at the time, but he he quoted like a couple of other songs too, though. <laughs> Back to the crib, show you how I live. That was uh the same harmony as Fifty Cent, just a little bit. Uh, in the middle of the song, he said, "You don't know me." That he said he was the same cadence as Ti. So that's just a, that was a mistake on his end. I'm gonna be honest. Like it, it worked in his favor because it made the song popular. And sometimes you just got to eat that. Like Fab did the same thing with Zoom. With I mean, breathe. with um, breathe. breathe. Yeah. They didn't clear the sample, nigga. The company said, nigga, we want ninety five percent. No, no, they want hundred percent. Ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. I think it's ninety nine percent. They wanted all of it. That's all. Fuck it. That's all of it. And they knew that the song was gonna. Fab and them knew that the song was gonna go. So you take that L, put it out because they get you shows at the end of the day and get and people listen to the rest of the album. They buy the CD. 
XYZ. So yeah, he took an L on the on the long run with this one particular song, but it upped his profile for his catalog and his other songs for people to check for him. And I'm sure the tours was cracking in 07 around that time. And it got him featured on other people's shit too. So you eat off of it in different ways, but yeah, that's crazy that just uses a line. It's a yeah, rap. you don't expect for it to be like on the back end, I guess on the back end, you would be like, damn, I didn't expect for it to do that. But if you catch it on the front end, you can negotiate a better deal for sure. Which is that that's the if, if people are wondering, like, well, damn, how people make money off samples. If you can negotiate and say, hey, this is what I'm going to use, rate. This is what I'm going to do, right? You can get a flat rate. But if it's something where you tried to get away with it and sneak it in there, they can come on the back end and be like, oh, I want 100%. And you already think it's a hit and you already like, you already in love with it. So go ahead and give me 100%. And now you can use this song for promo versus for money. Or, or it's already a hit and you done got sued. Facts. Or it's already a hit and you done got sued. Do you, let me let me ask you this. You think if he could go back, do you think he would? He wouldn't do none of that. You don't think so? Hell no. No, I don't believe that. I think he's too he smart of a businessman now. I think he's too smart of a businessman. He knows how to make money off of music now. And I think that's the... You see this all the time with people who've gotten more versed in the music business as they get older. They probably would take back some of the stuff that they gave away in the beginning as far as yeah. publishing or whatever it may be. But I do think that he would have found a way to do this song without including that stuff and it's still being a hit. Maybe mm. it sells five billion instead of seven. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I, I just I think that he would have left that shit off. He did because no one he knows how much money that song would have made him. It went crazy. That shit. That's nuts. Facts. I know you hot about that. Facts. All right, man. Next what we have before we get into these wins and losses, A B, Young Thug, his dad came out and said that in the midst of Gunner's popularity right now, selling our shows in New York, that Gunner hasn't heard the YSL case at all. Do you think this is going to be enough to get people off Gunner's back and sway their opinions? Uh, I don't. I think people mm-hmm. have chosen a side. And I think they'll, people will say he's lying. It's, this is what happens when people choose sides. It just is what it is. They, they, they can't be swayed off of anything, dude. Jesus Christ himself could come down and say, hey, now <laughs> this statement can't be used in, in the court of law, and this is why, and people still wouldn't believe it. It just is what it is. We're seeing this right now in the group chat. Justin Fields is trash. But yeah, <laughs> some people have chosen a side because they called him <laughs> early coming out of college, and they will not get off of that <laughs> horse no matter how trash he continues to look. This is the same thing. People are not going to believe they'll say he's lying. They'll make up. They'll they'll say Gunna paid him or they'll say Young Thug told him to say that so he can get money off of his album streams. There will be something, some type of excuse thrown out there uh, to discredit this statement, even though it's coming from as close as the horse's mouth as you can get. He said this on a podcast, by the way, for anybody wondering, he was asked about it. And he said, man, I love Gunna. He, he expressed his fondness for him. He literally said, I quote, I love Gunna. Let me help. Let me try to help the attorney clarify things a little simpler. Gunna hasn't done anything whatsoever that can hurt us on this case, period. Um, so there you have it. They'll probably say that Thug and his dad aren't close. He ain't talked to him. Yet. He ain't talked to him in years. They'll be he don't know what's going on. Yeah, he... all that bullshit. Niggas, niggas <laughs> It'll swear be that they got damn Franklin fucking Saint. Yes, yeah. nigga, shut up, nigga. 
nigga, I agree with you. Like niggas pick a side and then they 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 be butt hurt to stick to that side. I don't I don't see the problem with Gunner. Like I, I think we talked about it here. I may have changed my position. I'm I may not have. I can't remember what I said back then, but he gonna keep it moving, bro. We saw the show in New York. We seeing the show in LA. Like people are fucking with his music. I just saw a headline that said he passed Drake as the number one stream song for this year. What that fuck you mean? Yeah. So yeah. And now Young Thug Dad coming out saying like, nah, it didn't hurt the case. Like niggas are gonna hate to be like, oh, okay, man, damn, I was wrong. I can't listen to Gunner's music. No, they're not gonna do that. They're gonna swear that Young Thug's dad is an op. They're gonna swear that he don't know what's going on. And now they gotta be the niggas is right because they know the most about street culture. Nigga, get the fuck out of here, bro. Let that man live. You don't want to listen to his music. Just say you don't want to listen to his music. But that don't don't try to label him. What y'all been trying to label him? It's clear that I, I he's been saying free uh, thug, whatever it may be. Yeah. Now, is he the most gangster nigga in the world? No, absolutely not. But I again, I said this at the very beginning. I never thought that he betrayed to be that. Like he was always coming out trying to be a fly nigga. I'm just affiliated with niggas in in uh, the back end. But though, again, if you are affiliated, you still can't do what he did. But I ain't the nigga that's gonna be like, oh man, you a snitch, you this, you that. Like I. He should be able to make a living as he's doing, and I'm happy that he is very successful. I'm glad Thug's dad came out and said this is again. I'm I, I, you niggas eat it, eat it. They, they say that he's a snitch and he was never gonna be successful. You niggas got to eat that. I'm I'm, oh. I'm telling you the funniest shit I've seen regarding any of this was the, the nigga. I seen somebody tweeting, <laughs> man. You know you listen to a rat. Nigga, shut the fuck up and put the sauce in my bag. <laughs> like, make sure you got my sauces in the bag. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Number three, nigga. No cheese, no onions. <laughs> nigga, get that shit right, nigga. What you listening to? Me in the drive-thru, nigga. Yo, that shit funny, man. I, I, all, you, all I'm saying is, whatever happened will come to light, whether it affects the case or it doesn't. It'll, it'll only be a matter of time. So all of the, the Twitter attorneys who don't know a Pseudo damn thing about it, but is. pretend to because they're fans of one of the other artists. That's where it gets corny to me. I, I just, are like, you, are you Marlo and Avon Barksdale niggas and <laughs> Franklin saints of the world? All y'all make believe ass gangsters, nigga. Gunner's going to make it out here. He doesn't make it out here. He's still selling records. Y'all got to eat that nigga. Who is Avon? Oh, who is that? That's crazy. That is insane. <laughs> That is an insane question to ask. Only the number one TV show ever in America. You not watching The Wire is probably the number one upset in in the world. (laughs) I get to it one of these days. One of these days. You've been saying that for 10 years. You've been saying that (laughs) since we moved to Atlanta, nigga. I'm going to watch it. I got all the DVDs right here for you, AB. One through season six or five. Here you go. Everyone, I'll watch it. I got the HBO Max login for you. All of them are right there. I'll watch it. Meanwhile, you watch Greenleaf back to back episodes. Get out of here, dude. Hey, man, let's get get to these wins and losses. (laughs) Oh, shit. Win or loss. I laughed out loud so hard when I saw this this story. Two men break into um, rapper DDG's home uh, just to slap him and run out. Uh, Is this a win or a this a w man whatever you these new niggas is doing but uh, like the 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 blue faces this nigga right here 
all of you new niggas who I, I don't even know what your music sounds like, but every day that I log on to a social media site, your name is up there for some fucking reason, even after I blocked you, even after I said mute anything that got to do with DDG and uh, Haley or whatever the fuck the chick name is that he messed with or Kristen Rock or Blueface, you niggas is still in my algorithm. Big W to you niggas for figuring the marketing out for the new generations, man. I like I only I don't know if this was real. I, I couldn't imagine. Like I seen it. It was funny. I laughed at this for two days, like you said, but I don't even know if this is just marketing for us to start saying this nigga name. No. Like it's 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 crazy. Like this shit is insane. Yeah, I, I don't I think this was uh, I think this was a skit too. He's no only reason I say this is because he's known he was known for making skits before he started mm. rapping. So this looks like a skit. I could be wrong. The 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 two people had the two people that broke into his house allegedly had on like a GoPro. But you could the fact that you could hear the slap <laughs> smack was funny. But and how was, he stood up though. He said he stood up looking at that all of that was funny. That was like Saturday Night Live and Living Color skit, dude. That was funny. Either way, it goes like, to W because if it was real, it, it could have been way worse. So I'm going to say yeah. it's a W regardless, but that shit was these, niggas is, these new niggas is brilliant, man. They marketing Oof. like that. They brilliant. Yeah, that's cold. Because <laughs> um, what do DDG do? What What is he? He a rapper? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I know him. I've never heard a song searched for him anywhere. All I know is I've seen him for like fucking over old girl and now this. His his biggest Every song day. is 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 Moonwalking in Calabasas. That's his biggest song. Yeah, I never heard that. You might have, if That's you heard the beat, song. you might have heard it. Oh, okay, I'm familiar with that title. I think I have heard of that title before. Yeah, it's cool. Was he like a a, a, a XXL person or something? I don't think he uh, did. DDG make it? He might have. He might have been on the freshman mm-hmm. class. I can't remember. That's right. Uh, he got old gal pregnant. Yeah, right. Really? He hit the lick. Tough. I, that's what they were saying at the VMAs. He's a smart man. She was pregnant and trying to hardy. Best best career decision that nigga has made in his whole life outside of this brilliant marketing for this smack. Get her pregnant. Um, next up, man. Winner lost to Duke Deuce. Memphis rapper has officially announced that he has left QC mm-hmm. to be able to expand his sound. This is a winner or loss. I think this is a W. I listened to a little bit of this interview. He said that he and Coach K and P was still cool, so he didn't sever any relationships. But also, independent is the wave now. Like, Duke Dude, Dude's yeah. got a good personality, do that dance and shit. Yeah. Him being able to move a little bit more freely, not being under QC schedule, having to be behind a little baby or people who are more popular who are going to make the label more money. Maybe he can move around a little more. Maybe he can get a little more traction on his own because the name has already been out there with a major label. I think he's talented. I look forward to seeing what he's going to bring uh, to the table yeah, solo. This- I agree. This is smart. I'm I'm gonna be real. You never really associated with him with QC anyway. He was kind of distant from the label. I will say um, he makes he's experimented with his sound before to be a little bit more what he calls I think crunk rock. You know what I'm saying? So he needed to go ahead and dip, but they wanted to keep him in that trap lane, and so he was like, "Yo, I'm more than that." Cool, go get you that EDM bag that Walker got. Oh, and travel Facts. to these festivals overseas and eat Facts. extraordinarily good. That's a very smart move. He should have done it two years ago if he could have. If if I was your guy, I had that nigga on the line ASAP. Ooh. That's another like that ain't that ain't 42 Doug. That, that ain't, ain't. Y- black youngster. Like that's a whole nother, like what we're talking about. That's true. 
Gotti needing to expand the roster and just get the depth. If I was your God, I had that nigga like we whining and dying at him. And Sign let him, him do whatever up. he want to do with Absolutely. that sound, bro. Dude, Go on do however that. you want to take that shit, bro. You want to get the white folk? Just tell me what you need from me. All that. Tell me, like, <laughs> just tell me what you need from me, bro. If I was your God, I had that nigga over here with CMG ASAP. Yeah, that's a good move. That's a good idea. Um, nice. last up, man. <laughs> w or L to Remy Ma, Ooh. who had to sit and stand there and listen as Geechee Gotti battle rapped about her alleged affair in her battle league. Now listen, this is a big dog L. That nigga was ripping it. That nigga made me want to subscribe to all the battle rap shit. Like, like these niggas, the niggas is good at this shit. Like him, the the, the Gotti Geechee nigga, Geechee Gotti nigga. Hey, that was cold. And the whole time, nigga, I'm looking at Remy Ma's face to see if she break. I got to give it to her. She kept it a solid. She ain't made really no expressions, no nothing. She kept that shit G since it's her league, and she got to pay niggas and shit. She did have a little response at the back end, which was funny. Yeah. If I was Papoose, nigga, I would have came up there with that strap, nigga. Everybody, like, nigga, y'all got me, all everybody in here got me fucked up as if I was Papoose. But, man, hey, man, shout out to Geechee Gotti. That took some nuts, bro. Like, that yeah. was right there with, with the boss, right? Like, People need to understand and see this and don't follow battle rap. Like, that's Remy Ma's league. Yeah. Like, that's her shit. And this nigga was, like, bringing her dirty laundry out the air right there on stage. And he was rapping against a nigga who allegedly slept with her or whatever. That that shit was good. That was some captivating ass shit right there. That made me want to get in the battle rap, bro. And that's why it's a W. <laughs> because even if it's at your expense. That's true. Her league got- will pop it got eyes. It got interest. He was spitting. It was it was uncomfortable, but like in a good way, <laughs> dude. Yo, he was ripping that, and I and I fuck with her response too, though. I, yeah. I respected her response. Dope. Like that was dope. Because if, if you come off angry, do you like a hit dog? But it, you can't come off like you don't care because you like stop. Yes, you do. But she took it. She took the high road, but not like in a corny way. I respected it though. She a vet, man. That was dope. That was yeah, dope that as was, hell, bro. Her face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to find that hey, clip. Boy, if I was by Pooh's, niggas wouldn't be able to talk to me for like three, four days. I ain't even going to hold niggas. Yeah, like, I, ain't, I may not have came up with this but nigga, don't, don't call me and ask no. me about this shit. Nigga, don't at me. None of that shit, nigga, because you might get shot. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't here to play with none of y'all niggas about my wife. And this alleged shit, the guy already knocked the nigga out who... who Alleged it happened too. So if y'all think this shit funny, but I would papoose, I would probably been going crazy at the crib, nigga. God, I know he was mad. Shit. Oh shit. Hey Damn, man, man y'all, y'all, y'all go look at that clip. That shit was dope. It was. Hey yo, let's <laughs> get to this uh on deck of the week, man. Shout out to the homie Dominique commented on the uh last episode. Spike got to chill with big upping drink champs. Drink Champ is one of the worst podcasts out. Nori asked the worst questions. <laughs> I'll take EFN interviewing BG by himself over Nori. That nigga spitting. Shout out to Dominique. One of the best comments <laughs> we've ever had on That's the show. Boy shit. Thank you, sir. It's an acquired. I will admit it's an acquired taste. Man. It is an acquired taste, man. I fuck with Nori, so I like that that form of uh that form of uh questioning. Absolutely not. Man, man. Uh, what you got? Uh, oh, put me on something though. Put ons, man. If y'all are a fan of Netflix Top Boy TV shows, 
Uh, it's executive produced by Aubrey Graham. This last season came out last week, season three, Deshaun, Sully, all of those people, man. It's a really, really good TV show. You got to get over the accents. I've said it here before. This is the last season, the final couple of episodes. I think it's six. I mm-hmm. just finished them over the weekend. That shit was dope. If you haven't seen it, started uh, Summer House and watch them all the way through. But it's it's really good TV if you can get used to the accents. Fair Shout out to You got to put them captions on. Yeah, if you can't fuck with the British accents, put the captions on. But I like watching it without. I just, they slang is insane. I can see they that. slang is nuts. Yeah, have you ever watched it? You ever watched Boy? Nah, not yet. One of these days, I get to it when I get to after I get to the wire. Get to, get, get to the wire first, nigga. <laughs> but you do that. Gotta watch the wire again for the seventh time and everything. Oh <laughs> uh, shit, it ain't that good. But look, um, uh, put on uh, two things. Shout out to Revolt. Uh, it's it's mm. in town this weekend, man. I will be somewhere in the mix. Uh, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm not gonna be there all three days. Relax. But um, if you in town for that, man, and you see me walking through, holler at your boy, fuck with me. And on the music tip, uh, Vic Mensa's new project actually sounds pretty good. It's called Victor. It's got some dope songs on here. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the song with Common is complete flames. Um, no way. He got some dope ass songs out here. Like I ain't even gonna lie, he's spitting. But Vic Mensa can't rap. It's just I'm all sure about can he put some good records together. And he did with this one, man. So I'll suggest for those who missed it because Puff was getting all the shine and and Nas, check out that Vic Mensa, man. It's not, it's actually pretty solid, solid listen. Vic Mensa one of the better rappers, though. He just don't make good music. Honestly, he he be spitting though. I thought the nigga was a rock and roll person though. He did wrong? switch. Like, it what up. happened? Man? He switched it up. Yeah, he he came back. He came back up. He came back down to reality because that shit went nothing. That's insane. Uh, oh, that's insane. Yeah. Another episode in the books. Guys, we appreciate you tapping in. YouTube.com slash on deck TV show. Go like it. Leave a comment. Do all that good shit. Anything else before we get out of here? Nah, man. We appreciate you guys joining us, man. Decade strong in the podcast game. We out. Yes, sir.